princes, princesses, and court viziers, welcome back to a whole new pod. I am your host, fully vaccinated Lucas Melby. And I'm your court jester, Jacob Telejohn. The cum boy himself, <laughs> Jacob Telejohn. Wow. Want to explain yourself? Well, I hope you guys... Hey, like, I guess, hopefully you listen, as yes. you should always do, through the whole episode, specifically yes. the previous episode, where I always put a little stinger, some kind of fun Easter egg at the end of the episode, and this one had uh, our, ours truly not a YouTube video this time. This was Jacob. I, I don't even want to spoil it. You just have to go back and listen to it. Our last episode... Pixel perfect. Pixel perfect. Yes. You just and if this is like a new thing to you, oh, there's there's fun tidbits at the end of every episode. Well, you got to go back and listen to them all. You're missing out. But they aren't all Jacob talking about no. ejaculate. <laughs> no, but they're they're all related in some way or another to the episode in a, a way, shape, or form. So that was one of the few joys. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say few joys. That was one of the joys that comes from editing comes, these comes, episodes. Comes, no. Is that. Well, for myself, I've picked up on some of the things that I do when speaking that I find annoying listening to and try yes. to avoid trying to cut down on mouth noises, the likes, ums, you knows, some of which I'm able to edit around decently. Jacob has some of his own host of issues, one of which is repeating words <laughs> <laughs> in fast succession as I imagine you're kind of thinking to what your next thought would be. So then that's how you get a, she comes, she comes, she comes. <laughs> and that, once you go back and listen, that entire first portion, that's I think it roughly deal. goes, she comes, she comes, <laughs> she comes, well, she comes. That was all completely unedited. <laughs> Excised from the episode, though. So in the part where it came from, you're just left with Jacob saying, she comes and then says something else normally. Thank so you. if you think we all sound... Maybe well put together on how we're speaking. Just know that if Time this was this, effort if this was raw, this. it would be a lot worse. <laughs> Which I guess probably the there's a reason why while we have a YouTube channel for this, we never put up actual video Videos. recordings of us talking about them. Partially because I try to make it a little more difficult for people to see what we look like. <laughs> because we don't want them to be disappointed. <laughs> but also that... We wouldn't be able to edit. Uh, well, stupidity. I guess YouTubers do jump cuts and stuff. Well, but... you could always up. You could always upload the video raw and just have like the audio edited for like podcasts. Well, Jacob, once again, suggesting more work for me <laughs> to do when he does nothing but get our Twitter account perma banned. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, best. probably the closest you can get to that raw experience would be episode two, "You Lucky Dog," Whoa. where I didn't. I couldn't bring myself. I was like, fuck this. I don't want to edit this whole thing. So I just didn't. Whereas every other episode I've gone through and fairly meticulously cut in, you know, spice yeah. stuff up to make it yeah. sound nicer in a lot of different ways. So I guess. And that's also our second episode. So we were even less polished than the, yeah, the true we're... professionals that are talking into the microphones today. Yeah. So with that... With this. I mean, that was quite the cul-de-sac we went into as any time we talk about, you know, coming, you know, yeah. we got to spend some time Most on that. Times. And as I'm saying that, I'm saying, you know, a lot. You know. <laughs> but my special news was that I have now gotten both doses of my vaccine for COVID-19. And did you experience any symptoms after your last yes, one? Yes, the second one, I did feel pretty bad uh, afterwards. Vomit? But no. Oh. Okay. Just 
kind of Tired. aches and chills, yeah. fatigue. Stuff no. that was at least more noticeable than my usual state of fatigue and tiredness. <laughs> that just exists. I tell people at work, because I did go home early the day after I got the second shot. Yeah. And then the next day, I was actually feeling better. And they're like, oh, well, that's good. And I say, well, yeah, you know, but I'm not 100% because honestly, I'm never 100%. At best, I'm usually like 80%. So, so just like, oh. I was probably at like 70% or something. Uh, but yeah, shout outs to being a state employee for the state of Minnesota in, in an inpatient care setting where I was deemed worthy of getting a vaccine <laughs> and I'm not going to argue about it. So that means I'm well suited for uh, li- licking no- doorknobs, playing, Whoa. playing board games in person and maybe even wrestling some people in person. Oh, my segue to the movie we watched today. A little movie called Going to the Man. Yes, not as I thought briefly when I was trying to Google stuff about it of taking it to the mat. Taking it to the mat. Is that is, another movie? Eh, I don't think so. Uh, it, it exists out I there. I mean, it's maybe not a feature length film, though. Oh, no. It's a nondescript title, but it is uh, not. It's a very descriptive film. I don't know what I'm saying. It is. A Lawrence Brother vehicle, maybe the last we'll get. It stars not. the baby Lawrence, the fetus, Andrew, the fetus child, who would go on later in his career to direct Money Plane, oh. starring the rated R superstar Edge, Adam wow. Copeland. But now in this movie, he plays a, a teenager, a boy. blind youth, blind man named Jace. And as you might expect from a movie about wrestling, we open with a shot of a rock organ. Oh, absolutely. Some organist is jamming out, and we pan out, and we see that this is actually a jazz concert. It's and huge. There's, like, hundreds of people here cheering on Jace. So I don't know if it was supposed to be, because we saw an external shot, I believe, and it might have been a known place in New York City, yeah, but I... it wasn't recognizable, at least to me. But who was recognizable was the drummer on stage, who... Andrew Lawrence. Is Andrew Lawrence, as we mentioned. His name is Jace. I think it's short for Jason. He's uh, one of a couple of characters who has a nickname. And then there's one character who prominently does not have a nickname, who probably should. <laughs> there's there's plenty of um, notable actors in this movie, too. Yeah. It, star-studded cast. It reminded me of watching, uh, I just watched last night, Dick Tracy. That was a star-studded <laughs> cast, just like this. Oh, my gosh, Al Pacino is just there oh, playing on the guitar in the background. There. No, we kid, we kid, but I, he's not kidding around. Like this band, this they were rocking or whatever they were. I don't even know if, what it was for. And knowing the premise of this movie, which is a blind kid goes and wrestles, it's like they, I they, feel like it would be impressive if we just learned about how he became a really good drummer because he's jamming out crazy. Pass it pretty quick, just like his whole, like the whole like this first life of his or this life that he was living. Like and segue because the next to like, scene we see him at the park with his friends and he's playing baseball, yeah, both hitting and pitching. So he's a great musician. We see what we later find out his parents in the crowd cheering him on. Everybody's cheering him on. Like we don't know the context of what this concert was. Uh, who he's knows? Playing for the president of the United there, States. There was like hundreds of people there though. Like it was wild. But yeah, he's good. He's a good drummer. That we know. And the next day, as he's playing baseball with his friends, we're hearing about how he has to move to Utah because 
his dad's Is that job where it was utah yeah and we never learn what his dad actually does and no. from most of this movie we don't see his parents really at ever all. seeming really? to work at all no but they gotta go to utah and there's a clicking noise tapping clicking yeah we hear a constant beeping beeping yeah I don't that know. we eventually figure out he has like a machine because i, I, I Shortly after moving to Utah, he goes and shoots hoops in the park. And he puts the beeping machine up on the rim. But we never see him actually do it. No, it's which just there. He's got the echolocation yeah. kind of dare. He calls himself, hey, call me daredevil. daredevil. So he I'm throws it up there and that when... allows him to, I guess, locate stuff better. Yeah. But it's never really explained. So it's very like, uh, is there something wrong with Disney Plus? <laughs> or... <laughs> Just well, constant no, beeping. Yes. So as he's in his new town of Utah, which he is not happy about because it's not New York City. It's no. some well, and he's missing all his friends. Yeah, who cares? He exactly. just, his best friend was the Big Apple. That's what I'm saying. Like all all of his early life, like he never really put up a fuss. Like oh, I don't want to move. Like he like lost all of his friends. He lost his music career. Everything gone. But you know who he might gain a new friend in Zero, Zero. from Holes. Yes, who has a real name that i don't remember but most people call him fly because he's, he's small. small yep but he was like hey i want to play hoops with you but then he finds out he's blind so he, then he gets scared and says yeah. I'll, I'll see you around man yeah and then it's the first day at his new school and his mom drops him off and he says nah ma i don't need you to walk me around i'll do it myself and we get a very dramatic shot of him tripping into the door <laughs> Well, that, but it is, could have even been from a music video or something where he's just standing in the hallway and everybody else oh, is moving around great. him, sped up, and he's just standing right there. That was good. Which, obviously, a new environment is always very challenging for a blind person, but he existed in New York City, so yeah, where there's he a should lot be used to lots of crowds sound, and yeah. craziness. But then he a, gets a girl, bumped into a woman by... Yeah, I can't remember if he bumps into her or... She finds him because she's looking for him. Yeah, but first he bumps into who will later find out to be the team captain for the wrestling team at the school. Cowboy. Turns around and says, hey man, you blind or something? And then immediately realizes that because Jace is wearing sunglasses and also has a cane. But we're not feeling bad for Jace because he's he he like for like the first half an hour, he's kind of like a jerk. Well, it was, yeah, or, it was he's, right he's away he says, oh, I'm sorry, farm boy. Was I fucking your cow? <laughs> yeah, moo, moo. Yeah, like legit, though. Like, like that's the that's Yeah, the he says, hey, you were talking side of beef. This is crazy. This town sucks. You're all poor country bumpkins. I'm from New York. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's not very likable right away. No. Like, we're not feeling sorry for him being blind. We know we wish he was deaf, too. Jacob is speaking <laughs> only for himself there. His views do not re- represent the his pods. employer or the podcast. Then he bumps into Mary Beth, who she's a very odd looking girl. Her hairstyle is very curly blonde hair. Reminds her me a lot attire of. Yeah, and her is, attire. Is, she wears like sweaters that 90 year old women that would wear. Yeah, I, don't I, even know. I thought she looked very 1950s or 1960s. And we eventually find out her dad is the coach of the wrestling team, which I don't know if that should influence her attire or not, but whatever. Hey, we're just judgy people here on a whole new pod. But she is one of his assigned readers, 
which he doesn't have any other readers we, i don't think yeah, we see in the movie we never and it's one. she says that she's doing it because she's getting paid which that's that's cool yeah. i'd take a gig re- reading to a blind kid if i got some of that cheddar yeah my next note is jace is a huge asshole a hundred percent uh something we later find out we, we can i mean we can say this about um i don't know do we want to say like who mary beth is in relation to nah never mind like as in the daughter as, of like, the coach the daughter. Yeah. i literally just said that oh thanks for listening jacob i'm just uh, Jacob is a huge asshole. <laughs> yes. So Jace, he goes and he's like, hey, is this so and Mrs. So-and-so's English class? And somebody's like, yeah, here, let me help you to your seat. And then somebody says, hey, where are you from? From the best place on earth, New York City? This place sucks my dick. And everybody says, oh. Okay. I, okay. And here comes farm boy. But it was at a point with this where I'm like, is this the same jock bully guy? Because he looks so... Jacob kept thinking he knew him from some other movie. And I said, I don't think you do. Uh, Cheapers Creepers too. He's just so generically jock character that yeah. I, at some point in this movie, I was like, is he the same guy or are these two different characters? I, I know. It, or somebody... He looks like somebody from some other movie. I don't know. He's very familiar. I probably won't refer to him too often by his uh, first name. Boy. But his name is John... I think I mostly John refer Boy. to him in my... John Boy. We can call uh, him John Boy. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly wrote, like, Team Captain in my notes. Yeah. Then he goes to music class where we see... Wayne Brady! It's Wayne The, the big Brady. name of the movie who... He just... He just keeps showing up and it's like, what's the point of this? But Wayne Brady yeah. is the band teacher. But he's blind, which is why he continues to show up. Oh, yes. Yes. Because he can't find his way home. Exactly. <laughs> I think he makes a joke about yeah, he that. He does make a joke that's, that's like a, that. So poor later. So they're playing some, I think, Bach piece, some classical music, which I don't know why Jace would be set up at a drum kit anyways. Yeah. But he's on a drum kit. He starts jamming out. Like in the middle, like he like disrupts everybody. Yeah. And then. He's a show um, off. Zero is there in class. He's on the like, piano the and he starts jamming with him. Yeah. So they're jamming and Mary Beth's like, the hell? And um, Wayne Brady, he kind of gets pissed. Well, he just like tells him to stop, and then he like goes up and gets in his face. But like they, neither of them know. I don't think that I did blind. think it was kind of a cool idea or moment yeah. of them both being blind, not knowing not that knowing the other one is, is blind. Yeah. Because how could you really know? Yeah. And then yeah, he really tells him off. Yeah, like, he oh, gives him a big... you you missed to think that you're better than Johann Sebastian Bach. You're gonna rewrite his stuff three hundred years later. You you're so you're, cool. You think and, you're special? And you like, think you're special? And then he walks back up to the um the chalkboard or whatever, the front of the class, and Mary Beth makes a comment. Or was it Mary Beth or some other girl? It was just some random girl. He says he's just like you. And then Jace, like, loud and proud, says, It's blind leading the blind. And then and Wayne, Wayne Brady says, Ha ha, that was a funny joke. Go next door to the juggling class. Uh, yeah, he says, Jester If you want to juggle or be a clown, go next door. I said, uh, Is that a real <laughs> thing at this school? Probably. they bring up that there's maybe an archery team here. Yeah. This sounds like a pretty cool school. Yeah, Utah is the place to be. Then Zero tells Jace afterwards, Hey, Stop messing with the wrestling team. Stop being some cocky dick because they basically run this school. Yeah. And if you want to fit in and be cool, you should just be a jock. This is, I think, a time when Zero's first called Fly. Like yeah. he's like pushed into a locker and they're like, oh, buzz off, Fly. 
Yeah. And then he's like, why Jason's are you flying? Like, What's that all about? And then he feels his hair. And he's like, oh, you're a short one. <laughs> I, I did pick up yeah, on that. Yeah, he like, touches his head. The gym teacher, who is also the wrestling coach, won't let Jace play basketball in gym class. Yeah. And we're like, dude, he's amazing at basketball. He is. He's really good at basketball. Or I guess he says he can only take bounce passes. And the gym teacher is like, oh, I can't put that upon my students, but they can <laughs> only use bounce passes. Wow. Which was kind of weird to add that in there, because this is the wrestling coach. And he is very nice in accepting the rest of the movie. And this part felt like it was setting him up to be... Was it the same coach? Yes, it oh. was. But then he's totally cool in yeah. the rest of the movie. I, I guess I didn't realize it was the same guy. But, you know, who's not cool? Jocks. No. As they continue to bully Jace. Well, he, like, stumbles over to the um to the bleachers and finds his braille book and, I don't know, his stuff. Well, in class, they and take he has John a tape recorder like, to help with oh, some yeah. of his stuff. They steal that, and then immediately there's a fire alarm, so he doesn't have his tape recorder back yet, and he's stumbling around trying to get outside. But John Boy helps him get outside. Well, but first, some other jocks, like, push him around, yeah. and then he falls and, like, loses his cane, cane and gets and disoriented. slamming on the door. He's slamming on a locked door, thinking, like, everybody's already out while the fire's happening, happening but he's, like, panicking, and then Farm boy comes and like guides him out. And then he's just standing and everybody's just kind of like, they're all whispering like, don't look at him. He's blind. So then shortly after this, Mary Beth tells him that people aren't mean to him because he's blind, but it's because he's a huge he's a dick prick. and makes fun of them for living in Utah, yeah. which he was in like the earlier scenes in the movie was doing that. But I didn't feel like we had enough like back and forth for like him to be walking around during a fire drill and Literally no student, no single member of the student Would body help. was willing to help him at yeah. all at, throughout all of that. Yeah. Like, I can understand the jocks. Well, they, they might not even, he lost his cane. They didn't know he was blind. That's his fault. Come on. They very much treated this as, oh my God, the new kid's blind. Yeah. Everybody knows who he is. Because he's Andrew I, Lawrence. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Mary Beth suggests that, hey, you want to be cool? You want to fit in? Maybe you should just uh, join the wrestling team. Yeah, why why not? And Zero says, ha, that's crazy. And then Jay says, you think that's crazy? And he pulls Zero in and tells the coach that both him and Zero want to join the wrestling team. And so coach gives him uh, Zero, like, 15 tapes. Gotta gotta check the tapes. And he says, watch these. Oh, Oh. Have zero watch these and explain the moves to you and then come back in a week. So then we get a practice montage of Jace and Zero uh, during practice, struggling, doing things they can't even as keep basic. Up. They can't even run. Things as basic as running, though we see Zero multiple times riding his bike around town. Yeah. So he has some amount He's, of stamina yeah. doing other, I don't know wrestling practice warm-up moves, moves crab I, crawls i don't know yeah, yeah i think it was something like that and then that's his the teammates are making fun of them hey let's take a bet on how long they last they won't be yeah, here and and, and he weeks. hears it and i think that's just there's like little like side comments like that throughout from like either the jocks or like the other teams well, that they I, face they're just motivation there's one coming up shortly but uh, the real instigator of this incident is Jace is practicing with somebody that's not Zero. I kind of figured they would just be paired up always, yeah. but the guy is paired in some weight, kind of hold uh, oh, yes. over his back, so his head is directly behind Jace's. 
And Jay's puts his head up too quick and smacks him and basically like breaks, breaks his, nose. his nose. And then he's like, what the hell? Why did you let a handicap in here? <laughs> they, yeah, they basically were like, why would you let somebody who can't see on the team, Coach? I hate blind people. <laughs> yeah. And then Coach is like helping him out and he's whispering in his ear like, Hey, secret moves and stuff don't like that. Put your head up too quick. And it then puts we, you off balance. And then we see Chase with another opponent. This guy is named teammate. Luke. And he has, I think, Jacob's favorite line of the movie. Yeah. What's your favorite nursery rhyme? Is it three blind mice? And then Jace loses his shit and like slams him or uh, I don't know. Yeah, what. he does some kind of like arm takedown. Bar. He's gonna like break his arm. Yeah. And... Well, foreshadowing what maybe happens to Luke. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know. I think within the moment, it's a Three funny line. Bias. It was, but yeah, it's it not. It's like clever. this. I'm thinking what the thought process of this bully kid would be. He says, hmm, "I want to say three blind mice to him." How Who should are you, I do Helen that? Keller? What's your favorite nursery rhyme? Yeah, that sounds real tough. Three yeah. blind mice. Oh uh, no, it's actually a uh, little Miss Muffet. <laughs> what other options did Disney have? I just don't put the line in. Well, you got to be bully. He's got to be a bully. He deserves. Be like, hmm, uh, do you think I'm an elephant right now because you're in a room with a bunch of blind people and you don't know what's in there with you? <laughs> Sorry, it wouldn't actually be. You'd be like, you think I'm a snake when I'm actually an elephant's trunk? Oh I've my. got a big penis. Oh my lord! <laughs> I don't know, but yes, he is at odds physically with some of the members of yes. the team and maybe mentally. Coach chews out Jace and says, "Hey, wrestling, it's physical, but it's not just about aggression. It's also about." intelligence yes you gotta lead with your brawn and your brain and your boner but also your heart which is located in in your your boner oh (laughs) yes so the team then has a preseason scrimmage against their rival team who i think are called the cowboys which jace makes fun of because I guess they're cowboys because they're country, and it's like, oh, Dallas Cowboys in the middle of nowhere. So that's still, he's still pretty annoying. But there's some starting, like, uh, some homoerotic tension between the team captains. So we have John and T-Rex Turner. T-Rex Turner. So as I said, we have Jason Jace. We have Zero's nickname is Fly. Yes. But as far as we can tell, his name, his Christian name, his legal birth name is T-Rex. T-Rex Turner. (laughs) He's not Thomas T-Rex Turner. It's just T-Rex. T-Rex. And that's, I, I don't know. Like, looking at him, I don't know where the name even really comes from. He's just always grinning. He always has his teeth showing, I guess. Yeah, it's just supposed to sound tough. But then, yeah. within a wrestling context, he looks uh, pretty. Don't T Rexes aren't have they short arms? famously for having short arms? Yeah, T Rex is a very. He reminds me of the mean kid in a Christmas, Christmas story. Yeah, yeah, where he just he's got some nasty uh, teeth. He's maybe even got some freckles too. Just smiling, he looks like yeah. a kid who would be in wrestling. So well casted, Disney <laughs> Channel. Great villain. This wasn't like a practice scrimmage. This was like a preseason kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. It was both a preseason and a scrimmage. Yeah. Thing. Wow. They make amateur wrestling seem legitimately exciting. And at least from my experience of watching my cousins, one of their high school, well, maybe one of my cousins, maybe he was like a freshman or eighth grade. It was within a high school setting, though. And I'll tell you. 
They ain't doing. There's constantly lifts, they're and like suplexes and slams, grabbing oh people's legs. God. Nothing. Maybe that happens on a collegiate or Olympic level, but not from what I saw in These high school. These kids are like crazy. I'm not trying to say that amateur wrestling is stupid. While obviously I'm a much more fan of professional wrestling, but like I mean, like the moves that were being done on them, like some of them look hard, like yeah. rough. Man Those handled. are the ones where I'm like, well, I just saw a lot of sweaty kids rolling <laughs> on the ground. And yeah. that's not to say that amateur wrestling is stupid. I think there's plenty. And I was even getting into this a little bit when I was watching it. Like, there is, like, legitimate strategy and, yeah. you know, how to counterattack uh, the hold you might be in and yeah. all that kind of stuff that I respect. It just was not interesting for me to oh, watch my cousins yeah. do it. No. And then very funnily, and there's nothing wrong with this, but I waited a long time to watch my cousin wrestle. And he lost to a girl. Oh, no. <laughs> Which. Oof, you hate to see I haven't it. made fun of him too much about that. But yeah, I was like, I waited like an hour or something. And then the matches last like maybe a minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like. Tough scene. Oh, and the bleachers at the school we went to were so narrow. My legs hurt so much. And I said, <laughs> I never. This was like a Saturday. I'm not wasting my weekends going to this bullshit. Oh, if my. It's not my own offspring, which I would not let my kids go into wrestling. Because wow. of kids like T-Rex. Yeah. He's scary. And we see him here with heavy metal backing music. Like, literally, like... So, yes, there was a confrontation between T-Rex and John, right? Yes. So, Coach sees this confrontation and... He says, you're not facing yeah, T-Rex. You're going to get I'm going to put Luke in instead. So, what happens? Luke breaks his arm. Or does something. The T-Rex fucks him up yeah. and, yeah, breaks his arm and has to be sent out in a fucking... Uh, ambulance. I was, was going to say a hospital. <laughs> a whole hospital, <laughs> the whole hospital came hospital and picked, him, picked up. him up. Yeah, he is ambulanced out there, which yeah. really scares Zero. He's Fortunately, like, Zero I'm is out. in a weight class where he's probably only facing off against he fights like sixth graders that are yeah. being moved up because... His weight is like 103. Yeah, he's 103. I don't know what um I don't know what Andrew Lawrence was. He's more 145, 150 or yeah. so. So Bigger he's a little chonky. Yeah. <laughs> but not as chonky as he was in horse sense. No. So the team talks about Jace being on the team and yeah. how it's affecting them negatively. And and this is when oh no, it's not not yet. Which, I what I was that. thinking was they're not even in the actual season yet. No, not and yet. the coach had previously said, Hey, what we do is we have wrestle offs every two weeks to see who makes it into yeah. the weight class for the team. So it's like, well if he isn't going to win that, he won't be on the team. So he's not going to be hurting their bottom line anyways. But now he doesn't have any competition because the one guy's out. Yeah, well, Luke we didn't even really know where he matched up yet. Yeah. But then we get, yeah, they're just keeping him around to be, they were too worried about being politically correct. And PC. then a very prescient moment of immediately after that, they turn to another kid on the team and say, hey, Boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Who then they do some really dumb joke where they draw an eye on a piece of paper and put like the, the nose symbol yeah. over it. Can't see. And then tape it to... Andrew Jason Lawrence is back. back. Yeah. And the coach finds it well, and shoots like, him out. Mary Beth is freaking out. She sees it. She's all panicking. And the coach sees it before he gets onto the mat. And he, like, gives him a hogger. I don't know. He's like, yeah, good luck out there. And he pulls it off. And then he, like, scolds the boys, too. Hey, coach, it like, was just a joke. And the coach says, jokes are funny. And I said, that, that is yeah. good because this was not funny. No. And, and what's... It would have been funnier if it just said kick me on it. <laughs> I feel like in, in, in like, other... um movies that aren't decoms or aren't disney movies 
coaches usually like go along with their top players like yeah like fuck him you know like, like they they would just be jerks that yeah you there's know? definitely some uh idyllic lens that a lot of the sports stuff in these movies gets filtered through yeah. because we'll see later on that there's uh the team captain starts to fail spanish class and if this was a real high school where he the team captain is almost A's. gonna be make it At to least the state passing Either he'd be getting decent grades or he would get a C minus or, yeah. or whatever. They yeah. would not try to affect his playing chances. Correct. 100%. He'd get a good scholarship to his school to major in communications. <laughs> then we get a fun little montage of Jason Zero losing a bunch of matches. Yeah, like Jace is getting like thrown around like Yeah, he's, hard. Get, he's getting thrown around. <laughs> and Zero just, I don't know, he always just looks like he's swimming and just no water. Yeah. He's just hope, hopeless, helpless. He's he quits the team, I think, right here too, doesn't he? Or not quite yet. No. Or like, or like he, he never wants actually to. does quit. No, the no, team. he doesn't. But he like talks about. It. He's like, I'm done. Like, you know. But he, yeah, he doesn't quit. Well, anyways. you know who didn't quit the movie? Wayne Brady. You remember Wayne, Wayne Brady? Yeah, he's in this. <laughs> so he's still in the movie, and Jace goes and just randomly talks to him. On the Wayne bleachers. Brady very much fills in like a, a Mr. Miyagi, yes. Rafiki from the Lion King yes. role of the wise sage that he goes to to ask advice about being blind from. <laughs> so this is one of about two or three scenes There's like a few that. Scenes, yeah. We didn't actually really pay attention to what he says because he we goes were- to him. At the bleachers of, like, the school's track. And we just noticed all these various people running in the background. Somebody had, like, shorts and, like, short sleeves. There was just some random... somebody was bundled up with, like, full winter attire. Well, it was more funny because we saw some random girl. And it's oh, like, yes. oh, you think that was planned? But then we also noticed that... So there was a, you know, a track and field track here. Yes. But she's running on the grass. She's not on the track. This is like, why was she not good enough? Is she not allowed on the track? <laughs> But we were talking up this very interesting little background character, and we did not listen to anything that Wayne Brady said. I never seen an old person on the track walking. Very exciting. Yes. So then Jace takes whatever advice he got from Wayne Brady and starts pumping some iron. He's working hard. he's really working hard. And um, uh, Farm Boy catches him in the weight room, and he makes the comment, you know, uh, practice was done an hour ago. And then Jace is, like, struggling, I think, to pick up a weight. And he's like, oh, let me help. And he's like, no, I can do it. I don't want people to think that I didn't put all my all into this. Yeah, that he hasn't earned his spot on the team. Or he's always very aware and worried about being the freak factor on the team. Or he's getting there from charity or for optics or whatever the case is. So John Boy leaves and Mary Beth comes in. He's starting to earn the respect. Of yeah. the team captain, Jace's... Yeah, no, 100%. Like, they're they're starting... There's, there's, a, there's a crossover happening there, but Mary Beth comes in and she's giving him shit because he's not doing his homework. <laughs> yeah, well, my my note is, after some bordering on romantic conversation <laughs> with Mary Beth, which I didn't pay attention to, uh, then we start to see Jace improve and he actually wins a match. His first match. Whether, whether it's, a, it's a season game... Or a preseason game. It's probably a preseason, irrelevant one. This is another movie. Zero isn't winning yet, though. This is a rare decom where it's not rare because we don't always really understand how the seasons work in no. these movies. But no. what's rare is they don't go to state. And I always Ever. keep thinking that next competition <laughs> is state and it's never actually it's never state. state. But we're not quite to not no, state. No, we yet. got like four more tourneys. 
A reporter asks Jace after his, his first win for an interview, but Jace is starting to pick up on starting to navigate the politics of the team yeah. dynamics there where he says, hey, well, hey, I'm just part of the team, so maybe you could talk to some of my teammates because they're doing really good stuff too. Or, hey, if you really want that interview with me, maybe let me win a few more matches so we really got something to talk about. He's just looking out, and I think this is kind of coming after um, Mary Beth kind of had the, like, you're kind of like a prick. They had a couple of those No, I those think it, it, comes, it came out after just, like, the team being a dick to him and i think maybe he overheard some of the stuff about like hey you're just on the team because oh, you're blind yeah so so he just wants respect because he just wants to be a good wrestler not just because of his handicap yeah we have whatever the court the yeah. case is so oh no the team captain's failing spanish we get one of those storylines like in i don't know gotta kick it up or something yeah but fortunately, Jace is very good at Spanish and says he'll help the team captain. And he admits to the team captain because the team captain says, why would you help me? Yeah. And Jace says, hey, I've been a dick too. So in the words of Melania Trump, I'll be best and help <laughs> you with your Spanish. And then it's a little, I'll scratch your back. You'll scratch my back because then yes. team captain starts to help him with his weight training and Gives him some tips about, like, how to do a German suplex or something. Now they're just the best of friends. Uh, then Jace and Wayne Brady have a jam session where Wayne Brady in this situation in the band room is playing the drums. But Jace is also really good at the guitar. If we didn't mention that, Jace can play baseball. He's amazing yeah. at the drums. He's amazing at the guitar. Uh, he can shoot basketball probably better than me. He's, he's good. I, Zero at one point says, oh, you're a better basketball player than me, and you can't see. So this would be one of those situations threes. where if he wasn't blind, yeah, I probably would be... Well, I am annoyed with his character, but we're supposed to be slightly. But if he wasn't blind and he was just... He, he would be Cody from the 13th year, yeah, where he's well, just amazing at everything. There'd be no point to this movie. No. Was but like, then that, what kid. was the point of the 13th year? Cody was amazing. Everybody loved him. He became a mermaid, but he which had, was really cool. Yes. And then he gets to live in both worlds. Cody gets everything. Yeah. And Jace, then he's almost Cody level because Cody being blind is kind of a superpower. Yeah. I'm that was a joke. No. Daredevil is a superhero. That was not a joke. <laughs> Anyways, Jace continues to win for the team. Or continues to win his matches and the team starts to accept him. Yeah. But Zero starts to feel left out here because he's getting invited to parties. The team's all like, yeah, Jace, you're our fucking seeing eye dog. (laughs) I don't know. But we'll kind of get what's going on with Zero a little bit later. But the previously injured wrestler, Luke, who now Jace has taken his weight class spot. But he had a broken arm, and now it's been five weeks or something, and the coach is not letting him get back into action because it's still too soon. He says, hey, you're a junior. You'll still have next year. I don't want you to permanently injure yourself and risk your future career or whatever. No. Very dramatic stuff. Very. But then this kid is getting off, getting off. Getting in, <laughs> getting into uh, Jace's face saying, hey, you're just a charity case. He's just doing it to get 
good public attention, yada, yada, yada. So Jace goes to the coach and says, I yeah. want to wrestle off. Yeah, they, they got he's got to earn this spot. But coach tells him that he's not keeping him because for the you're the best factor. You've, you've worked your ass off. I've never, uh, I've always did what's in the best interest of the team. Yeah, he says, I just see, I don't see a blind kid. I see a kid who's just working hard and earning his spot. That's right. So again, the coach is pretty cool in this. Yeah. I mean, outside that first scene where he's a prick at basketball practice. Well, speaking of being outside and being kind of a prick, he's talking to Mary Beth about something. Yeah. And then Mary Beth says the line, well, I think you should just do whatever you want. And he takes that as to... Goes him for the kill. He immediately just kisses her. It's not even like a slow like embrace or like a slow Jake, like. Jacob made peck. me rewind it. Well, because he missed it. <laughs> that's how quick it was. It was like he just like goes and like eats her face, and then that's it. And then uh, he's like, "Oh, sorry, you, you told weren't me to into do whatever that. I wanted, man. If that was weird, we'll just like forget it." And it's like, ah, 2004. Or she's like, where you no. can just aggressively kiss girls, yeah. and it was in a Disney that's, Channel show. That's, and it's not, okay. that's not the first time, or that's not the last time that happens either. <laughs> We probably won't remember to say that, but at the, towards the end, John, John the team captain, wins a match, and he just runs off the side and, kisses and a grabs a cheerleader and kisses I guess. Hey, the, eyes on the prize, as, baby. As Fly said, the, the wrestling team runs the school. So Zero tells Jace that he's jealous of how he's winning because when they first started out on the wrestling team, because Zero didn't really want to join, but they both sucked, so that was cool. But now Jace is, like, good in everything, and what the fuck is up with that? So now Zero feels left out. Their conversation, which happens at the park, yeah. gets interrupted by the partying wrestling team ro- driving by saying, Hey, come on, Jace, we're gonna go fucking slam dooskies and chomp down on some durgers. Yeah, and and then Zero says, well, see ya. Because Zero, despite being on the team, does not get invited to the parties. No, he never gets invited to the parties. But what happens, though? He goes home, and then Jace is there he to meet him. He shows up. He's like, you he didn't want to go to the party? And he's like, you want to dance? Exactly. And then we see them in Zero's house. And he's got, like, they're just swaying back and forth, holding hands. But it's all about wrestling. He's, it's he's all teaching. about wrestling, guys. Yes. Come on, come on. It's all about wrestling. He's trying to show him how Mary Beth taught him. There was moves, some scene right? I think we didn't talk about. With a big how ass teddy bear. She, she's she bought him a teddy bear that's probably the size of a a large a zero. Dog. <laughs> Very big. What is she using that teddy? A bear mastiff. For? Oh no, let's not go there. This seems like, oh, maybe Zero's getting the DL, though. It's a little presumptuous of Jace being like, yeah, I've won some matches. Now I'm going to tell you how to wrestle. But Jace is amazing at everything. So he basically, like, trains him to be the greatest 103 wrestler in the world. Zero never loses a match ever again. Yeah, I think that's (laughs) mostly right. He wins, like, three or four in a row. So then we find out that the team captain, probably he was stress-eating about his Spanish He gained six fucking pounds in, like, I don't know, less than a week? In between uh, tournaments or matches or whatever. So if he doesn't lose the six pounds, he won't be in the right weight class to face T-Rex Turner. Yes, he's got to cut weight. He's got to cut all that water weight. In two days. Yeah, six pounds in two days. So before this... Face off with T-Rex. Jace finally has his wrestle off with Luke. And he 
wins. Beats him in like 10 seconds. Like, uses, it was like nothing. I think it was a German suplex or some kind of suplex. It was a move that, that um, the captain Farmer, had taught yeah, him. Yeah, Farmer Brown taught him. But this was gnarly as hell. He wins, but he had dislocated his shoulder. Yeah, so his shoulder's like hanging out, popped out. And he, like, I, I, thought, I mean, it didn't look like a real dislocated shoulder. <laughs> Coach is feeling him up. He's like, ah, I can fix this. And then he's like, oh, Mary Beth. And then he just snaps his arm and it fixes it. And yeah, I it was that's a realistic injury that can happen uh, to a wrestler. But I don't know if it needed to be in this no, movie. Well, it serves. I guess it kind of does. It comes back later on in but the it, movie. It doesn't. It doesn't actually. pop out. But his, the same arm hurts, though, because he makes a comment. Oh, did it pop out again? Well, they could have like, just no, had it pop out then. It just then, really then. hurts. Well, because then he's like crippled the whole rest of that match. And to some degree. There was one more period left. Huh? There was not a lot of dramatic but tension. There was a callback. But it just seems like it couldn't have even necessarily been related because he gets dropped on that shoulder in that match. So yeah. it could have just been injured in the match. Yes. And realistically, if his shoulder got dislocated, he would not be wrestling in two days against the fucking I mean, why not? cowboys. Why not? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So the team captain is able to make his weight class, but he's pretty fatigued and worn out. And Jace is like, hey, man, it's not that big a deal if T-Rex, like, kills your mom or whatever. You'll just move on. He says, no, wrestling is my life. And this is where it's really put into perspective. It's like, Jace, I don't have music, multiple instruments, basketball, a girlfriend. I'm not good at homework. I, I suck at school. I suck at life. All I'm good at is wrestling. And then the the metal music is back, and we're hearing it, because that's basically T-Rex's theme. Yes. And then T-Rex beats John, the team captain. They make a comment, like, during it, like, oh, he's just so weak. He's so weak, he doesn't have the energy well, that he Well, this is my favorite does. part of the movie, because there's announcers there, which I don't know if that's... The wrestling tournament T-Rex I went to had multi-schools at it, and it was just, like, a massive gymnasium of, like, multiple mats. This is just... One two school teams. versus one school, yeah, one mat at a time. Yeah. And they have announcers that everybody can hear. So they announce, oh, John, team captain, whatever. But then they announce T-Rex Turner, not yes. as like a, a nickname or whatever. It's just his name is T-Rex, T-Rex Turner. That's pretty good. He's the villain. He, yes, he actually is. He is the final boss of yeah. going to the mat. And I don't know if we even see Jace wrestle at this competition, but... Whatever the case is, they're somehow at a tie, and then Zero wrestles. Zero comes in and wins. And this he is wins. his first win, I believe. And it's not, it's not like a pin victory. It's <laughs> a, a point or a count out or whatever the case is. And they win. They win, and then they hoist him high above their And then I was shoulders. like, oh, does this mean they go to state? No. Nope. <laughs> they go to something else. <laughs> uh, so Coach tells the captain at the following practice that, hey, you know what? I made you lose all that weight. That was fucked up of me. So you know what? You can put it back on. You can go up to the higher weight class. Uh, so you're just getting too too chunky. You're just a chunky boy. You're growing. You're a grown boy. But I want my rematch with T-Rex. Well, you're not going to get it. So he storms off. So then he forces Jace to gain like six pounds. Yeah, Jace is going to... No, he because he's at the weight class. Oh, he's already, they're in the same weight class? I guess. He, he must have had a game <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I Who don't knows? know. So Jace is going to be facing T-Rex, Luke, the guy that Jace beat in a wrestle-off is going to go, yeah, so... Back into his role. So then, yeah, Jace must need to gain... Yeah, a few pounds. Some weight, or... Yeah, it it doesn't really make sense. No. 
Who cares? I don't. Uh, so then his parents ask him back at home, because remember his parents? I don't. They've hardly been in the movie. But they say, Chase, what's wrong? It's T-Rex, mama. He gonna uh, break me in half. Yeah, he's scared. Scared boy. So who do you go to when you're scared? Well, Wayne Brady. I go to Wayne Brady. The goat. And Wayne Brady says, you wanted to be like everyone else. You didn't want to be the blind kid or whatever. You want to be like everybody else. Well, everybody's afraid. Yeah. Is, is this the jam session they have? No, that was earlier. Oh, that was that earlier. had really no like greater inspirational no. purpose, I don't think. It was just that, hey, he's supposed to be good at music. Yeah. Or they're both supposed to be good they're at great. music. They were playing some blues. So this is enough for Jace to feel that he can take on T-Rex. So then he yeah. goes and finds the team captain and he inspires him to wrestle. And he's inspired because he's like, Jace, you're not afraid of T-Rex. And he's probably like, I am, but fucking I'm going to be the meteor that made the dinosaurs oh, go extinct. Wow. He was sitting on that one. Well, he didn't say that. You were. Yep, that's... You had that plan. Yeah, I actually watched this movie... Expo ...multiple times this week just to come up with hilarious jokes like that. I believe it. So then it is the big game. The big uh, but game. not state. This, I... There are actual banners that say all state, but then this maybe is all regional <laughs> or something yeah I, it was all regionals all regionals so all regionals so yeah they state. built up to this first match with the cowboys which i thought was determining who was going to go to state it's not then they face off at the regionals but they only face the cowboys there and then we'll see what happens there and then they go to state but t-rex is gonna be there too <laughs> yeah like he's he's everywhere he's he's so the layout is John, the team captain, is not wrestling T-Rex. He wins. Zero wins the little scrawny kid he wrestles against. But Luke, that cocky bastard, he loses his match. So it's confusing because they kind of talk about how wrestling scoring works, but they don't entirely. So it seems like there's points for takedowns and escapes and a lot of points for pins. Yeah. And through whatever math this is, it's come down to... They're, they're ahead. They're, we haven't mentioned the wrestling team. There's a fuck ton of kids on this team. There's a fuck ton of kids at practice. There's like 40 kids, but we only ever see like six. Or even less, we see... Three. Three or four <laughs> matches max. Yeah. And yeah. somehow that's deciding the whole factor for the team. So... The math works out that it's come down for if Jace does not get pinned by yes. T-Rex Ye Turner. Yes, because Tomboy and Zero both won their matches, and they're up by like four, I think. Yeah, whatever it is, he just can't get pinned, which yes. I don't even know if that adds up Who to knows? be accurate. Who knows? But the heavy metal music is back when he's facing off against T-Rex. It's yes. pretty dramatic. He gets slammed. He gets slammed probably 10 times. And one of like, those, as we it. were arguing about a little bit ago, he yeah. lands on the shoulder that got popped out, but it's at the end of a period. Coach so the coach comes is down saying, hey. and says, oh, did it pop out again? And, nope, it didn't. Well, oh, they, they, okay. They took an injury timeout in the middle of the match, and oh, it stopped the clock at 28 seconds. Okay. Yes. So then he gets put back in. And then the shoulder doesn't really seem to be an issue because he just immediately lifts up T-Rex. Yeah. And then he actually puts T-Rex well, in like a pinning predicament yes. where he almost pins T-Rex. Because the coach tells him he's going to try to feed on that. He's going to try to hurt you there. So 
Give he says, use your shoulder as bait, the bait, but then they blow the whistle and he and just immediately lifts them up. Yeah, so no knows? bait at all. No bait. But then I think T-Rex maybe, he, I can't remember if he just doesn't get pinned or then he flips around on Jace and then Jace doesn't get pinned. Whatever the case is. He wins or he, he loses. T-Rex win. wins the match, but the team wins overall. Yes. So T-Rex has respect for Jace. He holds up his, his hand, hand. And then he uh, says, I'll see you at state. And then he and says, it's like, that, why does any of this matter? Then? And then he says, that move's not going to work again. So, yes, I think usually within state tournaments, maybe this is just Minnesota, but it's like an individual qualifies, not necessarily a team. team. So in this, it seems that Jace's team made it to state, but T-Rex also made it to state, but maybe not his team. But then why would Jace necessarily make it to state if he didn't beat T-Rex? As a team. The team's gone. So yes, it's all very stupid, but the team loves Jace. They hoist him up on their shoulders. They're... Oh, I, I forgot. I wrote in my notes that I, at one point... Mary Bath is freaking out. Yeah, everybody's freaking out. She's playing the drum. Yeah, she starts uh, banging the drum for him. The and he's coach like, is oh, looking I up at it. the sky, and this is where I meant to make a joke about, like, Judah Maccabee, Judah Maccabee. save us. Yeah, Jace is our king. Uh, Lord and Savior. Then the news reporter comes up to Jace and says, well, oh. hey, now that you've... Well, I guess technically lost, but you've won some more matches and you've done well for your team. Can I have that article, this interview now? And Jace says, oh, sure, but maybe talk to my teammates about me first. So So they, so the reporter asked him, oh, so what was it like working with Jace all all year being blind? And they're like, he was blind? That was, What, what? what? That was the first time I knew that. And then they just make it like into a joke and they're asking like five different people on the team, did you know Jace is blind? It never occurred to me. Did you know he was blind? No. See, and this works as like, oh, we're not seeing his disability. Yeah. But at the same time, it is a big deal for him to be blind and be as successful as a successful yeah. wrestler. Yes. Which, if, if it was any other reporter, I think they would have given him like a good interview. But this guy was just like a dick. This reporter is just He kind wasn't, of, though. I mean, like, he came into their locker room. It would be any, any fucking local newspaper desperate for news. There's a local <laughs> kid on the wrestling team who's blind and wins a match. You'll want to fucking interview him. Uh, he just seemed like a shady guy. He just, he just, that's maybe how they wanted to present him, but yeah. it wasn't. No, I earned. know what you, yes, I know what you mean. But yeah, I think it's just kind of, we take it for shorthand that he's so good at everything else and his spatial awareness, but. I feel like there should have been more really to delve into him being blind as a wrestler. It's kind of yeah. just like he struggles and then he gets good. But like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more that going on. there. Mary Beth taught him some secret night lessons because we do see we didn't mention it. Mary Beth was late one night at Chase's house and he wanted to give her a kiss. And she said, no, no, Papa's watching. Oh, yeah. Actually, I kind of, I fully like forgot there was a scene where uh, the team captain, as he's doing his workout, to lose yeah. the weight it's intercut with jace and mary beth playing like drums together like yeah. sensually yeah. but then they cut back to them once and they're just wearing goofy groucho marks glasses yeah. and like the weird There's glasses some weird stuff just not explained up. at all yeah. whereas and then the team captain's just sweating it up on an exercise bike no we like that we've told the news reporter to fuck off <laughs> and the final shot, because it's a callback to a scene that we really didn't talk about where Mary Beth taught Jace how to dance, no. which he should just be great at because he's, he's great at everything. Yeah. And if you can wrestle blind, I think he should be able to dance blind. Absolutely. But they're all alone in the gym. 
and they're dancing and it fades out to black and we get one of those classic decom credit songs that is titled after the name of the movie and it is the whitest rap you've oh, ever heard no. this side of the cheetah girls oh no and then the rear it. end it's not as far as we know based on a true story we don't see pictures of and then jace actually went on to be Ooh. an astronaut and fly <laughs> to the moon <laughs> Zero's the greatest lightweight heavyweight ever. Uh, Zero makes some delicious peaches. Farm boy John had a farm. So that was going to the mat. Uh, pretty typical, unlike full court miracle, which I guess was still pretty typical, but a pretty basic sports movie with yeah, the, the wrinkle a- of him being blind in. It wasn't a magical decom. No. And it lacked, for the most part, a lot of the stylistic or just plot tropes of a decom. Like, we could have had him talking to himself in his mind, like, throughout this whole movie, but we didn't get that at all. <laughs> uh, it probably would have been to his detriment, too. <laughs> hey, I'm Jace Hull. I'm from the greatest place <laughs> on Earth, asshole. New York City. Yeah. It's, again, one of those where it's a pretty well-made, decent decom. It doesn't set my world on fire, but doesn't make me overly angry either. Yeah. I, I, I might even like, if I put it on a rating scale, rate it higher than some other decoms that I like more, but it's not one. I'm, I'm not going to say, you've got to go to the mat. <laughs> Run, don't walk to your nearest gymnasium and go to go the mat. To mat. It was a good decom. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. It wasn't like, Bad. It wasn't like, oh, that was just dumb. No, it was just, it was, it was a good movie. It was okay. Now we just need one about professional wrestling. Yes. No, I actually, so much about movies about professional wrestling have to treat it as like it's real. And then that just sucks. Like, let me tell you about Russell it's, it's Madness. Russell Madness. <laughs> Very disappointing movie oh, we about continue. talking dog and monkey. Monkey's yes. the dog's manager and the dog's wrestler, but yes. it's, it treats wrestling as if it's real. The real deal. Uh, and then John Morrison loses to a dog. <laughs> uh-huh. And there is definite piss humor, just like Scrappy-Doo uh-huh. in the Scooby-Doo movie. But we were uh, scrolling through the uh, all of our channels at home, and we came across Zombies 2 on Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, that's a more recent one, I'm sure. It's probably in pretty regular play. Yeah, we, I don't want to spoil it, but I, I see saw that's it what on I'm there. saying. I'm excited about that Under Wraps remake that's supposed yeah. to come out this year, but I don't know. I don't know how we address that if we uh, just cover it right away. But I feel like the more time is better. Well, what do you mean cover it right away? I mean, us covering it right away will be like years down the line, anyways. Well, I'm saying if we broke chronological, oh. order, but I don't think we do that. No, this is this is. Behind the scenes, inside baseball. Yeah. We don't need to talk about the... No. Because we meticulously plan out so much about this podcast. No. Like this outro that I'm going to start off right now oh. and not necessarily know where it's going to take me. But if you want to roll a... Woof, as I just say, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. If you want to let us know how sexy oh. Andrew Lawrence is. Yeah, on a scale of 1 to 10. On a scale of... This is post-age 18. Or, hey. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say no judgment, but uh, I think there are actual judges that, that maybe judge about that. You can write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. 
Yes. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. We're, we're getting up there on YouTube. We're at like I 90s. thought you were going to say, we're getting up there on Apple Podcasts. I'm <laughs> like, I, I don't think we are. There are actual charts, and I am. I think we are uh, not even anywhere. We are hardly on Apple Podcasts, but rate us, review us on there, Google Play, follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, other places like that. Tell a friend, tell yeah. your family, check I, us what out. What I was going to say is we are getting close to 100,000. We're at like 90, 97,000 views. Yes. Not subscribers. No, subscribers were hanging out at on 168 YouTube. at the moment. Tell your friends, make a couple accounts, subscribe, like every video. Well, no, we don't We don't need to get flagged <laughs> for shady behavior. That's usually how anything Jacob touches ends <laughs> up going down. <laughs> but uh, Thanks for listening. The other big story for us is the Jenny Project. I don't know if I just need to keep mentioning it. So, <laughs> But the Jenny Project, it is one of the more unique Disney Channel movies out there, but... Not one I particularly love, but now... It's, it's our most popular decal. It is approaching to be our most popular episode after the first episode, yeah. which is the one that makes the most sense to have the most downloads because people maybe listen to a random one and say, oh, maybe I should start from the beginning. And then they go, oh, <laughs> <just> no. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, oh. But yeah, Jenny Project. Also, weirdly enough, not one like the original Under Wraps that's on yeah. Disney Plus right now. So, for all the Jenny heads out there, Jenny heads, go off on the main stage, and we're gonna go off right now. Yeah, she goes off. She goes off. She goes off. That sounded better in my head. The mat we attack and we'll never let up. You better get up and take one for the team or we'll get fed up. It's one for all, the sun will shine for us. We'll run you over like a bus and we'll leave you in the dust to discuss just how hard we can hit. Surround you like a mosh pit. You think this is it? It's a headlock. I'll drive opponents to the mat like it's bedrock. You can't catch me. I moved too fast and I proved it. Last time we had a meet, it ended in defeat for your team. Fatigue to the back when we start to attack. You retreat to the back when we step to the mat. You retreat to the back when we start to attack. You retreat to the back, now you're going to the mat. Right after the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming okay. up. Okay. As we head to the break, a look at the six o'clock.